Hi, my name's Sally Weatherly and I'm an IB physics teacher. Today I'd really like to think about physics tutors. You may be in class right now, perhaps falling a little bit behind on the course content. Perhaps you've done a couple of class tests and found that they've not borne the grades you were hoping. Perhaps you're okay on the content, it's just that applying that knowledge into exam style questions is tricky for you and you're not really seeing the results you'd hoped. If this sounds like you, it's totally natural that you might be considering a physics tutor. And in today's episode, I really like to talk about the questions you should ask a potential physics tutor to make sure you're getting value for money. Now, before you even think about a physics tutor, I'm hoping you've downloaded my GradePod IB Physics study kit, because that will show you how to revise for class tests and exams. And I'm also hoping that you've attended my master class because that is really where we drill down into strategies into improving your grades in IB Physics. But if you've done those two things and you still feel you need extra help, then a physics tutor might be something that you're considering. So let's think about questions you might ask your physics tutor or a potential physics tutor. I know the questions I would ask if I was 17 and was interviewing for a physics tutor. First one would be, is the physics behind the Big Bang Theory and Interstellar really correct? I'd really like to know that and I'd want to know if they know that too. <laughs> and the second question I would ask would be, is it true this is, this is a dodgy one. Is it true that Einstein was a cold-hearted misogynist? Now, I don't want to offend any Einstein relatives out there, but I've heard that he was pretty mean to his wife, so I'd want to know that. <laughs> but they are perhaps silly questions you would ask a potential physics tutor. Let's drill down into the more serious questions you'd want to ask. This may sound silly to ask this, but it's a really important question. You should ask a potential physics tutor, have you taught IB physics before? Because many tutors are possibly recent graduates, perhaps with no teaching experience. And to truly understand the IB physics course, I really do believe you should be an IB physics teacher. A physics tutor, I am absolutely sure would be very capable of explaining the physics concepts to you, like impulse and magnetism and so on, but it's the nuances behind those concepts that make IB physics different. It's the way that they examine them and it's the style of examination questions that make IB physics, particularly higher level, quite tricky. So I would be asking the question, have you taught IB physics before? I have taught IB physics before. I've been teaching it since 2004. And the longer I teach it, the more I realize that it's not this massive, um, unsurmountable course. It's actually designed to be quite strategically studied. And they give you lots of clues in the exam papers on how to study IB physics more strategically. And I've learned that from having taught IB physics for nearly 20 years. And you'd want some of that expertise from a possible or a potential physics tutor. So I would suggest that's a question that's really important for you to ask. The next question I've touched on already would be how many years of experience do you have? There's definitely a temptation to find a recent graduate of IB. 
perhaps somebody who's got a seven in IB physics, 45 score overall, and you see them advertising their skills in IB students worldwide Facebook group and on Reddit and so on. And actually, that's quite a tempting prospect, right? Because the IB physics specification is is very clear in their mind. They're obviously quite good at exam technique. And to go with somebody who's just graduated from IB physics with a seven, I think is, is quite a good prospect. But are they any good at teaching? Teaching requires um, an empathy with the person you're working with. And it requires years of experience in terms of how to explain concepts easily. These recent graduates may have picked up IB physics very easily on their own, but can they then go and explain it to you and help you? So the next question I would suggest you ask is how many years of experience do you have? And sadly, I'd love to say that I look 25 and I've only been doing it for three or four years, but actually I'm 42 and I've been teaching it since 2004. So I have many, many years of experience with IB physics and I've written two books on IB physics. So anything you need to know about IB physics, I think really comes with years of experience and teaching. So something to bear in mind if you're approaching a potential physics tutor. Question three, I'm just checking my notes. Do you have any testimonials, success stories, or references? You should be looking for past students of theirs and looking at their success stories or their explanation of their journey with them as a tutor. That's something we take very seriously in GradePod. We used to have our testimonials online on our website, and we still do, but I just didn't feel like they were real enough. I didn't feel like um, we were really portraying the real person behind it. So we went on to a website called Trustpilot and reviews on there are from independent sources where I have no control of, whereas the reviews on my GradePub website, I have control of. And I thought it was, and I still feel, it was very important to show potential students of mine that the reviews of past students and success stories of past students are verified, they're independent. And that's something you'd be looking for from a physics tutor. Can you contact any of their previous students to see if they experienced success with your potential physics tutor? Next question. Ooh, this is a good one. What are your tutoring strategies? How will you help me improve? Some tutors will want to simply sit down and go through past papers with you. Uh, you would complete a past paper and if you go, you'd mark it together and if you got it wrong, you'd try and work out where you got it wrong. Some tutors might have the strategy of just talking you through concepts. Some tutors might have the strategy of doing homework with you. Uh, my strategy is very different. I actually see IB physics as, um, well, a great course, but it's at the end of the day, there's an exam to be sat. And that exam requires three things. It requires a knowledge of the exam content, uh, an excellent exam technique, and advanced problem-solving skills. And in a normal classroom setting, or in a weekly tut tutoring setting, 
that takes a long time to develop. In fact, guess what? It takes two years to develop. And that's why IB physics is two years long. But the way I see it is you're going to learn that content in class anyway. And you may or may not understand all the concepts. But let's focus on the concepts that are most heavily weighted in the exams. Because those concepts are the most important ones for you to revise. So when you work with me to get better at IB physics, we focus on the most heavily weighted concepts first. So that's the first thing I would do with you as a tutor. That's my first strategy. My second strategy is to go through past papers on those topics to teach you an exam technique specific to that topic. And my third strategy is to then test and test. And that's the strategy I would use. And you would be looking from a potential physics tutor, something to wow you, something to say, right, this person knows what they're doing. And this person has a strategy to help me personally improve. So a nice question to ask and a tricky question for the physics tutor is, what are your tutoring strategies? How exactly will you help me improve? Question, what are we on? Five. This is a little bit to do with cost and a little bit to do with expectations. How many sessions will I need? So with a traditional physics tutor, you'd probably look at a weekly session, an hour long. And I'll be honest with you, these sessions can cost around 40 pounds, 40 to 50 pounds per session. So from a cost perspective, you'd really want to know how many sessions you foresee needing to make sure your, your costs aren't going to get out of control. Um, for example, say you got a physics tutor in week three of year one of IB and you had your physics tutor every week during term time for the whole of IB. I mean, those costs can add up to around about three to four thousand pounds. <laughs> so you really want to, to set out and so on to begin with. How many sessions do you think I'll need? Because you don't want to keep going on to the next week and the next week and the next week with no end in sight. And that's why something like an online course is actually a really good idea because the cost is fixed. So you can spread the cost over a couple of months, but the cost is fixed. But you also have a money back guarantee if it's not right for you. But if you have a physics tutor and you maybe go through three or four weeks and it's not really gelling, you can't ask for your money back. You can't get 200 quid back for after four sessions or five sessions. You just have to put that money down to experience and say, well, it wasn't the right tutor for me. But with an online resource, it's a fixed price. You can, you know, you get, there's, a, there's usually a guarantee with it. And actually the costs are not going to spiral out of control. So yeah, that question is how many sessions do you think I'll need? Next question, are you able to answer my questions between sessions? So the likelihood is, as I said before, you're probably going to get a weekly hourly session. And between those sessions, you'll be in class, you'll be doing homework, you'll be studying for tests, you'll be doing your internal assessment, and you may want to ask your tutor a question. Do you really want to wait until next week to ask that question? You may strike it lucky. You might may find a tutor who is willing to answer your questions between sessions. I know in GradePod, we have a system where you can ask any question at any time and we get those answers back to you. Sorry, I'm not gonna pretend I 
get those answers back to you as quickly as possible. I do have people who help me in GradePod with things like social media and technical things, but all of the physics, all of the teaching, all of the support comes from me. So you would get, if you joined GradePod, for example, instead of a physics tutor, you would get a response from me answering your physics questions. And you'd be looking for the same thing from a physics tutor. Another question. So when I was a physics student, um, I was all right at physics, actually, so I didn't need a tutor. I was not very good at history. So I used to go around to a teacher's house, a tutor's house, every Thursday, I think it was, and I'd sit in their dining room for an hour and we'd go over history and we'd write essays and so on. Um, and tutoring used to be one-to-one, face-to-face learning. COVID changed all that. COVID has now meant that we can learn online through Zoom, through videos, much easier and more readily than we were before. But it is a skill. It is a skill to make sure that somebody learns from you online. And that's a question you'd want to ask a potential tutor. Like, how experienced are you in ensuring tutoring sessions will be valuable and productive online? Because if they've had to adapt, if your potential physics tutor has had to adapt their teaching style to go online, you know, how, how effective is that teaching style? And that's a question you really have to discuss to make sure you're getting value out of these online tutoring sessions. Would I ask any other questions? Oh, Biggie, if you're interested in producing an excellent internal assessment, those things need knowledge. It needs skill and it's very specific to a very specific marking grade. What would you call it? A rubric? (laughs) It's a mark scheme. It's very specific. And you need to have real experience in your internal assessment to make sure you get those marks. Now, the ideal situation is that your physics teacher has significant experience in internal assessment to make sure you get the marks on the mark scheme for your internal assessment. If not, you might be looking for help from a physics tutor. It's extremely important your physics tutor knows exactly what they're doing because if they lead you down the wrong path with an internal assessment, um, it, it can lose you a lot of marks. I'm being brutal here. and um, It's just that it's so specific and I really would worry about that. So you need to check if your physics tutor has had experience with the internal assessment. In GradePod, I have created a course called the Step-by-Step Guide to Writing the Perfect Physics IA. That comes as part of GradePod when you join. um, And you also get access to me to help with your um, internal assessment as well. So I hope you've, I mean, obviously, I am a physics tutor. I have been a physics tutor in the past. And I'm aware that this video is probably erring on caution of physics tutors. That's not the case at all. If you feel like you've found a good physics tutor who meets all the criteria of someone you need to get a seven in IB physics, then I wholeheartedly suggest you go with it, okay? If that's a personal relationship that you want to progress with, I wholeheartedly suggest you go with it. What I kind of advocate now is something different. I advocate online learning. And the reason I advocate online learning is because when I was teaching in schools, I noticed that 
students don't learn in the same way that I did when I was at school. So when I was at school, I'd use textbooks. I'd ask my teacher for help, maybe get a tutor if I needed to. But things have changed. Society's changed. When I was at school, I used to I only had four channels on the TV. I could only watch what was on TV. Everything's changed. We live by a more demanding society. We want something when we want, immediately. Look at Netflix, look at YouTube, all those things. Learning's changed too. I don't believe that you learn with a textbook and a teacher and a tutor anymore. I believe that you learn with YouTube. I believe that you learn with online revision resources. I believe you get help and support from communities like Reddit and Facebook and Discord and so on. Learning has changed. And that's why I've developed an online course called ACRIB Physics Exams. That is how the new style of learning is there to help you. And that's why I have written and developed and made available to you ACE Your IB Physics Exams, which is an online learning platform that you can use to learn and to improve in IB Physics in the most efficient and effective way. All those strategies that I talked about earlier, all the questions you should ask a physics tutor, I'm there, I've got it, right? I, that's not me being arrogant. I just have been teaching IB Physics for nearly 20 years. I've been doing so very successfully and I have hundreds of students behind me who'll testify to that. So I've taken all those questions and I've made it available in a modern way and I've made it available to you in a modern way. So if you felt you wanted to go with a physics tutor, please do. If you felt you wanted to go with an online course or an online um, source that will help you with IB Physics, please do as well. If you don't need anything to help you with IB Physics, that's brilliant. I care about your progress. I really want lovely people like you to go out into the world and be fantastic physicists. So whatever way works for you, please use it. And if I can help in the process, just let me know. Have a great day. Bye.